Welcome to the Freedom Word Podcast with Apostle Ken Kojo Safu of the Freedom Center International East Legon Branch. Apostle is a spirit man, a teacher of the word. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. You are destined to reign. You are destined to reign. You are destined to reign. You are designed to reign. You are created by God to have dominion. A man that moves with the spirit and by the spirit, championing the commission of raising overcomers and setting the captives free, you surely set up for a glorious encounter. Now the word. Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Just wave at somebody and, and welcome them to church. Wave and welcome them to church. You are welcome to Freedom Center International, FCI, Raising Overcomers and Setting the Captives Free. If you are watching us online, I especially welcome you. Hallelujah. Stay tuned. Amen for the word of God. Hallelujah. And because of the rains, most of us are not here, but I believe they are making time to watch online. Hallelujah. So last week we looked at the believer's armory, the armor of the believer. In 2 Corinthians 10, we said that by now you should know that you are in a spiritual battle. Hallelujah. So the warfare of our, the, the battle of our warfare they are not carnal, but the, the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, and they are not of the flesh, hallelujah. He says that they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, hallelujah. So if you are not aware of the weapons that you are equipped with, then you will be defeated, amen. And also if you are aware of the weapons and you refuse to use your weapons, you will also be defeated. Hallelujah. Or am I speaking to somebody at all? So you don't expect to be um, victorious in your battle if you are not proficient with the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Or am I speaking to somebody at all? So I said that our word and or your word and my word has no authority and power it is only the word of God that has authority and power over the devil and his cohorts. Hallelujah. So we looked at the name of Jesus as one of our weapons for battle. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. And we looked at the fact that David, when he was facing Goliath, said to him that you come to me with swords, javelin, and spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. Hallelujah. And Paul, oh, sorry, Peter and John, when they were coming to the hour of prayer in the temple, when this man sat at the beautiful gate, the Bible said, he says, silver and gold I do not have. Hallelujah. But such as I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Hallelujah. And my Bible said immediately. Amen. And we said that the power in the name of Jesus is still at work. Amen. Oh, amen. So we came to the fact that Jesus said in my name. Hallelujah. He told us and he gave us the power of attorney to operate in his name and matters that concerns him. Hallelujah. So when we mention the name of Jesus, we provoke his presence, his character, and his person. Hallelujah. When you are sent by somebody who is in higher authority, even though you don't have power and authority, but when you mention the name of that person, that person's power, presence, and authority is backing whatever you are doing. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody at home? So sometimes when you are driving, a lot of people when they are driving and they are caught by police. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. 
<laughs> you realize that they call people in authority. Hallelujah. They will tell you, Oppressor, no, Kasa. Hallelujah. And sometimes people don't even know people in authority. They will call their friends to act as big men. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they will tell you, Oye Makura Jano. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. In, in, in deceiving the police that it is a big man with authority speaking at, at the other side of the phone. Am I serious of believers here? Amen. So this morning we are looking at the, the believers ghetto. The believers ghetto. Hallelujah. Uh, depending on, someone will tell you, depending on how your English teacher taught you, ghetto, ghetto, gado, whatever it is. G-I-R-D-L-E. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 14. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 14. Are you there? Did you bring your Bible? Amen. So verse number 10 and 11 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Verse 11 says that put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, uh, rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in higher places. Hallelujah. And verse 14 says that, Stand therefore, having your loins gathered up with truth. Hallelujah. Your loins gathered up with what? The believers gather. Hallelujah. Your loins gathered up with what? Truth. Hallelujah. When we say your loins, what is your loins? Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So the, your loins is simply that part of your body from your lower rib to this part like the hip. Hallelujah. Both sides of your body. Am I speaking somebody at all? So your loins is your lower part of your ribs to your spine or just beneath your hip. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So the loins are often descriptive of your entire disposition. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So when we say the ghetto, it's simply some kind of a corset. Hallelujah. Some kind of of a corset. When you say corset, um, the women will understand this thing better. Hallelujah. Amen. The women will normally wear something when they want to hide their tummy. <laughs> Make it flat. Even these days, men, some men do wear corset. Hallelujah. Just to deceive. These days, a lot of deceptions are in town. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. You have people who have pot bellies hiding behind corsets. Hallelujah. You have some believers in the house. Deceiving women as if they have six-packed stomach and eight-pack stomach. Say mercy. Hallelujah. So it goes underneath the armor and is the foundation of the armor of a soldier. Hallelujah. 
It tightens up everything. It provides support for the man so that he can wear the armor with confidence. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So let me just say this. You, you realize that when you go to the site, the building site, these um, construction men, sometimes they have these um, kind of, I don't know how to put it, but they have something that they tie around their waist and they put in, especially when they are working up, uh, on, on, on um, tall buildings. Hallelujah. They put all these things around them so that they can hold their accoutrements. Hallelujah. They put in their um, hammer, put in their nails, put in their screwdriver, whatever, whatever. Hallelujah. All around the waist area. Amen. Oh, amen. So it's an undergarment when worn. It's a small waist covering. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's made of leather or a cloth and it's used to hold the tunic to the waist. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's also used to hold money, tools, and weapons. Amen. In a local parlance, you say that it's more or less like an abosuo kind of thing. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, the phrase of getting up your loins is to make somebody ready and free to do something. Hallelujah. When we say that you are getting up your loins, it means that you are getting free and ready to work. Hallelujah. Or oh, am I speaking to somebody at all? It's like you are making room and tucking in your tunic into a ghetto. Hallelujah. So that it would make you more comfortable, more smart to do something. Hallelujah. Somebody who is getting up his loins is more or less like being prepared for the task that is ahead of him. Hallelujah. I might be some believers in the house. So, to get up your loins is simply to make a person ready for service. When you read First Peter number 1, verse number 13, it talks about the fact that get up the loins of your mind. Hallelujah. Getting up the loins of your mind, what it means is that preparing your mind for service. Preparing your mind for what is ahead of you. Hallelujah. Oh, am I speaking to some believers here? Preparing your mind, preparing your heart for what is ahead. And so you need to also guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. Amen. So when a man is ready to work, he puts the loincloth around his waist. Then he tucked up his rope so that his legs will not be hindered. Hallelujah. So in the olden times, they normally wear a long rope. Hallelujah. So that when they are ready to work, they will pull up the long tunic and then tuck it in into their um, get ghetto. Hallelujah. So that it will make them ready to work. I might bring some believers in the house. Hallelujah. So first Kings um, eighteen forty six. First Kings chapter eighteen, verse number forty six. The Bible says that, and Elijah gathered up his loins. Hallelujah. What it means, and he ran ahead of the chariots of Ahab. Hallelujah. What it means is that he 
tuck in his tunic into his girdle so that it will make him to be able to run faster. Am I speaking some believers in the house? Hallelujah. When you tuck in your tunic into your girdle, it takes away every hindrance from your life. Hallelujah. Getting up your loins. Amen. In, 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 in local, uh, today's English, you say that you are kind of folding your sleeves. Especially when you are um, dressed in a long sleeve or a double calf sleeve and you want to do something and you want to look smart. You are folding away your sleeve so that it will make you faster and smart to do something. Hallelujah. When people are even ready to work um, to fight, especially women. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. They kind of pull their... <laughs> skirts and all those things together and then they tie it up to their waist. Hallelujah. And then they can tell you now I am ready to fight. <laughs> oh, amen. So, gathered loins is a disposition of readiness. Hallelujah. A disposition of what? Readiness. It's a disposition of strength. It's also a disposition of stability and a disposition of efficiency. Hallelujah. When we say that somebody has gathered up their loins, what we are trying to say is that they are in a position of readiness. Hallelujah. They are in the position of strength. They are in the position of stability. They are also in the position where they are ready to be effective. Hallelujah. Can I speak to somebody at all? This morning, may your loins be gathered up. I said, may your loins be gathered up. May you be fine in that place where you are ready to face life and to walk the walk of the calling upon your life in the name of Jesus. Can I speak to somebody at all? May you be positioned and be gathered up that you will be fine in the place of strength even in the name of Jesus. Can I speak to somebody? May you be gathered with the truth of God's word where you are stable in him that no wind of doctrine is able to move you to the left nor to the right. You shall be stable. Why? Because your lungs are gathered up. Uh, can you speak? The Bible said an unstable man cannot receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because he is unstable in his ways because he has not gathered up his loins with the truth of God's word. But I pray for you that after this morning, your loins shall be gathered up. That you shall be stable in all your ways, even in the name of Jesus. When we say a man has gathered up his loins, what we are saying is that that man is ready to be efficient. When we say somebody is efficient, all we are trying to say in, in, in management, we study something. Efficiency and effectiveness. You use little resources to achieve great results. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Uh, can I speak to somebody? I prophesy over your life that after this morning's encounter with the word of truth uh, may you be positioned to be efficient uh, in all your ways uh, in the name of Jesus. Somebody can use 500 Ghana CD worth of ECG credit to achieve 200 profit. <laughs> And he will tell you I've been efficient. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray you'll be effective. I said you'll be effective. 
using little resources and little time to achieve much. Even in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So readiness uh, in Acts, uh, Exodus 12 verse number 11. The, the Bible talks about the fact that when God was about delivering his people and they were in captivity and he was about delivering them from bondage and captivity. He spoke to Moses and he said, ye shall eat with your loins gathered up. Hallelujah. Your shoes on your feet. Your staff in your hands. And ye shall eat in haste. For it is the Lord's Passover. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Readiness. Your loins gathered up. Ready to move out of Egypt. Hallelujah. In the verse 13, place where he says, Let every Israelite kill a lamb and mark their doorposts with the blood, that the blood shall be a token for their lives. Hallelujah. So when they have finished marking their doorposts, they ate the meat. And they were eating the meat in readiness. That at the sound of the command or the instruction, we are ready to move. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Strength, I've already said, first Kings, where the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah and he gathered up his loins and he ran ahead into the entrance of Jezreel. Hallelujah. Amen. And talking about Proverbs 31, woman, Proverbs 31, verse number 17. She gathered up her loins with strength and strengthened arms. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, when, when, when you want to inter interpret scripture, look at the first, there's something we call the first, the law of the first mention. Hallelujah. The law of the first mention where it talks about the fact that especially when you want to interpret what it means um, and God bless them. Hallelujah. You go into scripture where exactly this thing happened for the first time. Amen. Then you can deduce from that fact that when it happened for the first time, it meant to be blessed, to be empowered of God. Hallelujah. So the same way, the, first, the law of the first mention um, in, in, in dealing with this, where it talks about the fact that let your loins be gathered up. Hallelujah. Let your loins be gathered up in Genesis 35. Genesis 35 verse number 11. It talks about the fact that that is where you, you come across the word um, loins. He said, and God said unto him, I am God almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee. And kings shall come out of your loins. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, you realize that out of your loins come life. Amen. Out of the loins come what? Life. Hallelujah. Amen. So, when we talk about loins, we are also talking about life that comes from getting up your loins. Amen. First Peter 1 3, he says that, Wherefore, get up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus. Get up your loins of 
your mind. Hallelujah. So the mind is where things are brought to life. Amen. Oh, amen. That's what the Bible said. As a man thinketh, so as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. What your mind has conceived to be true, your heart will give birth unto. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. What your mind conceives to be true, your heart will give birth into. So your heart and your mind are vitally connected. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody at all? That is why it is very imperative and very important that you get your loins or the loins of your mind where you guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So our mind must be in tight order, secured and strengthened, stabilized by the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Our minds must be what? Strengthened. It must be secured and stabilized by the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Nothing but the word of God can establish divine order in our lives. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Oh, amen. So we need to come to that place where our minds are stabilized in the word of God. Am I speaking to somebody at all? There is no way your mind can be stabilized in the word of God if you don't take time to study the word of God. Amen? So, in, in, in the chi, it's, it's like, Hallelujah. Oh, amen? So, wherever you are, you are a man of God's word. You are a man of God's truth. You are a woman of God's word. And you are a woman of his truth. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, we have to come to that place where he says that, I beseech you, brethren, um, do not what conform to this world, but be ye what transform to the renewing of your mind. Renewing our mind to the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Say, getting up our loins. Say, getting up our loins with the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. So if you don't, if you do not get your mind renewed and established in the truth of God's word, there is no way you can prevail. Hallelujah. There is no way what? You can what? Prevail. Am I speaking to somebody at all? When you are not gathered up in God's, uh, with, with, with the truth of God's word in your mind, there is no way you can prevail in battle. Hallelujah. That is why David, when he came up unto Goliath, he, he, he knew whom he had trusted. Knowing his belief is in the word of God. Hallelujah. That even though he did not have a physical sword, he said that I will kill you and cut off your head. Hallelujah. His trust was in God's word. Hallelujah. And so he prevailed against the enemy. Am I speaking to somebody at all? You have no defense whatsoever against the enemy if your loins are not gathered up with the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. And the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, he is the spirit of truth and he is the only one who can quicken in you the truth you have already injected or ingested into your spirit man. Hallelujah. 
Am I speaking to somebody at all? I said the Holy Spirit, he is the spirit of what? Truth. There is no way he can quicken the truth of God's word in you if you don't have a deposit of the truth of God's word already in your spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. It is only the truth you know that become the sword of the spirit with which you defeat the devil. Hallelujah. Can I speak to somebody at all? I said, it is only the truth of God's word you know that becomes the sword of the spirit which you use to defeat the devil in battle. Hallelujah. This morning, I am here to admonish and to beseech somebody that I implore you to buy the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Uh, can I speak to somebody? I'm here to tell you that buy the truth of God's word and sell it not. Hallelujah. Decide this morning that you are going to get up your loins with the truth of God's word. Let the word of God be imbibed in your spirit. Hallelujah. Wave somebody and say, let the word of God be imbibed in your spirit man. If you do not do this, you are going to find yourself in battle and you are going to be defeated. But I pray for you that in the day of battle, your strength will not be weak. For my Bible says, if you fail in the, in the day of battle, then your strength is weak. I've already said, when you have gathered up your loins with the truth of God's word, you have come to that place of strength. And so your strength will not fail in the day of battle. I say your strength will not fail in the day of battle. Your strength will not fail in the day of battle. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. May your eyes be open to behold the truth of God's word. Can I speak to somebody. I said may your eyes be open to know the truth of God's word. What is the truth that you have to guard your waist with that truth. Jesus said I am the way and I am the truth. I am the way, the truth and the life. If a man will get up his loins with the truth what it means is that that man has tied Jesus around his waist. Paul said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. I pray for somebody that the Lord our God will cause us to know him more. I pray for you that from this morning you know Jesus. From this morning you know Jesus. From this morning your knowledge of Jesus will increase. It will not be that which you have been told. It will not be that which your pastor told you. It will not be that which you have heard people say. You will experience him. I said you will experience him. You will experience him. The other day on the road to Emmaus, two men were walking and the Bible said he revealed himself and he joined their company. And my Bible said as they were having that conversation and as they were 
were going as they were having the conversation they said did you know this man that they killed it was very pathetic the other guy said I have heard he has risen Hallelujah. As the conversation went on and they were heading towards Emmaus, the Bible said when they got to the city gate, uh, Jesus said to them that he was continuing his journey. But these two men said to Jesus, now come in and eat bread with us. Hallelujah. Come in and what? Eat bread with us. And my Bible said when he sat with them and he took the bread and he broke the bread, their eyes were open. This morning may your eyes be open. May your eyes be open to see Jesus. I said may your eyes be open to see wondrous things and behold wondrous things in the word of God. When their eyes opened, my Bible said, they said to one another, did not our hearts burn in us when he had that conversation? In other words, did we not sense that he was with us. I pray for you. May your eyes be open to see the truth. May your eyes be open to know the truth. I said may your eyes be open to know the truth of God's word. Am I speaking to somebody? I said may your eyes be open to know the truth of God's word. When you have known the truth of God's word, then you get up your loins with that truth. Nobody can take that truth from you. That which we have handled. That which we have experienced. That which we have touched. That which we have experienced. That is what, what we witness unto you. Am I speaking to somebody at all? It shall not be about people's experience. I pray in the name of Jesus. From this morning, may the Lord take you depths in him. I said, may the Lord bring you to drink deeper wells. Deeper wells of truth. Truth in the name of Jesus. And may the spirit of God. Jesus said something. He said, I have many things to tell you. I have many things to tell you, but you cannot handle them now. And so I go to my father. I will send the spirit of truth. When he has come, he will take of me and give unto you. I pray from this morning, may the spirit of God minister to you the truth of his word. When you study the word of God, may your eyes be open. Oh Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. The truth. When you know the truth, nobody can push you aside. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes when these politicians are talking, <laughs> and you know the truth. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. You realize that almost two analysis. <laughs> These days, a lot of Ghanaians are even have come to that place where they know the truth. So you hear people say, even the illiterates, they, they tell you, look at the first man and hear Jimmy. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. First man and hear Jimmy, I'm with me. He says, 
May your eyes be open. Lift up your right hand. Rise to your feet in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray as never before. You see, you, 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 you know a lot of things about Jesus. But I want you to pray one thing. That may God bring you to that place where you will know something that you have never known before. He bring you a revelation of him that you have never he bring you realms that you have never experienced before. The truth of his word. There you stand and you are already convinced. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord, that he who has promised was faithful. That even though he did not consider the death of his body, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb, he was fully convinced and persuaded that he who has promised was faithful. It was a truth that he held on to. That even though I am a hundred years, I'm still holding on the promise of God. Getting my loins with the word. Hallelujah. When your loins are gathered up with the truth of God. Listen to this. It is the foundation upon which every other word, every other weapon hangs. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, amen. When your truth and foundation is not in place, you are off. It holds you together. Hallelujah. It's like a belt. Amen. When a man or a woman wears an attire or trunks and you don't put your belt on, you realize that you are loose. You are not ready. Hallelujah. When your loins are gathered up, then you can put on every other armor. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody at all? You are lifting up your voice in prayer. The Lord open my eyes. Open my eyes to the truth of your word. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Open my eyes, Lord, to the truth of your word. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice this one. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. May your eyes be open. Hey. Ya <laughs> Rapa 
Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. when you read first Corinthians 2 verse 2 he says that Paul said for I am determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. Amen. For I am determined not to know anything among you yes, Lord. Except, Jesus except Jesus and him crucified. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Mm. The Jesus you claim you know, do you know him? When you see him, will you be able to tell that this is Jesus? Mm. Do you know him? I want you to pray one more time. I don't want to know anything except Jesus. Yes, except Lord. Jesus. That I may know him. That I may know him. That I may know him. Bring us to that place, Lord. Bring us to that place, Where we will say we know yes, you. Lord. That we may know you. You are the truth. That we will know you. Lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus. That we may know you, Father. Lifting up your last prayer and the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit will empower you to be grounded and rooted in the truth. Hallelujah. I'm praying the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit will empower you to be rooted and grounded in the truth of his word. Lift up your voice. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. 
Father, I lift your people before you. This morning I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. Lord, bring us to that place where our eyes are open unto truth. Where our eyes are open unto truth. I alavandi enene ne Messiah. Levrende keria doshi bahaya. That man that Jesus healed, he said, I know not any other thing. One thing that I know, that I was blind. But now I can see. He said, a man called Jesus touched me. Bring us, Lord, to the place where we will know Jesus who is the truth. Hallelujah. May you be strengthened by the Spirit of God. Yes. May you be strengthened by the Holy Spirit to be rooted and grounded in that truth even in the name of Jesus. Above all I pray may your loins be gathered up. May your loins be gathered up even with that truth that you'll be ready, you'll be strengthened, you'll be stable and you'll be efficient in all your ways. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. Thank you and God bless you for tuning in. I have no doubt whatsoever that you are blessed. Connect with us at Freedom Center International on all social media platforms. God bless you and stay connected. Shalom.